Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. the Nutramedical Report, and uh, we have uh, joining us uh, one of the most important people, which is uh, Sean, uh, over at Less EMF, and uh, Sean, uh, fill us in some of the details. You're taking over the job from your boss uh, <coughs> at Less EMF. Right, right. So he's uh, he's giving his, passed this one on to me, so I'm here to talk to you about some of the options that we have for both detecting right. some of the EMFs, and as well as protecting yourself from these fields. Right. Now, we mentioned on the last program last week, we talked about this, and the sheets are going to be posted up as product uh, packages that you can purchase. The one is the, and I'd like to review those firstly. The first package is one that can actually, it has several different monitors to monitor your electrosmog or electropollution. I call it electrotoxins. That's a better term, kind of covering everything in your home or your business. Uh, and the second are, uh, is, a, is, a, is a combination of, of devices that we can put together that actually can generate what I call a morphogenic field. You can actually plug this in to make sound, which can be the harmonic resonant frequencies of the harmonic, uh, you know, base frequencies of minerals to try to mineral, mineralize your body. Uh, we can put in frequencies that, are, that promote health using the specific frequency spectra. Um, we could also turn that into infrared light uh, sounds for the sonic vibration platform machines, which if you contact me, I can. I have several sources to obtain those for you. So you can actually create what's called a morphogenic field, even turn it into a microcurrent device to cover different acupuncture points, either directly on the skin yourself or with your electroacupuncturist. So there's all kinds of things available. We also have blocking materials both for personal clothing and also materials you can put in your walls that will protect your, yourself from scalar radiation from, say, smart meters or a bank of them. Um, there's tons of technology available here. We have, of course, the stetsurizer, low-frequency capacitors that can be blocking uh, low-frequency uh, radiation coming into your home and your power lines in your different you know, junctions all the way through your home. So let's go through some of these, and I'm still waiting on a few package pictures or info sheets so I can post those up as attachments to them. And as soon as I have those, I can actually post all these packages up and, 
and get it marketed so people will understand that your company is the premier company not only in America but probably in the world that handles electropollution and even measurement of toxins, things like, you know, toxic ultraviolet radiation. Most people aren't aware that some days the UV score is so high it's dangerous for your sight and your skin. And many of even the drugs people take are photoactivated by sunlight. Most people don't realize some drugs, like, for example, moxifloxacin and leviquin, are, are what's called DNA gyrase 4 inhibitors, and under the influence of light, they actually break your collagen so that your body can cause you to have the lens dislocate in your eye and rupture your Achilles tendon in the base of your ankle. Isn't that interesting? Photoactivated biotoxins that can cause cancer and collagen disruption. Amazing, eh? Yeah. And most people, unless they're really deep into environmental medicine like I have for the half, last half century, they don't have the faintest clue about these things. Now, biotoxins from scalar radiation is like having a Fukushima Daiichi reactor on the side of your house. So this is not a minor thing, is it? We're like 325 million guinea pigs here, and they've done it in Europe. We had uh, Dr. Ole Johansson on. You're probably familiar with him from the uh, Institute in Terralinska in, in Sweden. And they've had an institute there for 45 years. And we had him on, oh, it must be three four years ago now, and I'll bring him back on, Ole. But they're trying to kick his department up because the new head of the Karolinska didn't like the idea they were causing a lot of negative stuff, even though they're the first to come out and show toxic radiation from uh, cathode ray tube, um, TV, you know, computer monitors with the old-style box they used to have, uh, and electropollution. They're, they now have control with their power grid, was called smart grid, which they're trying to push in here, and Obama was pushing it like crazy. Smart grid means that your appliances all have a chip in them. In the last maybe 10 years, every appliance literally sold in the United States and in the Western countries like Canada and Europe all have chips in them <coughs> all tuned to a 2.4 gigahertz that communicate back to the central system through your smart meter uh, to tell them to turn off your, say, washer and dryer so you can't use it except during non-peak power times. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, regulation of when you get to use your home appliances, that seems right. a bit far to me. Right. So people need to start grasping that what's going on here now is over-the-top crazy. Uh, so you have a few more sheets to send me. I'm going to be posting them up by this weekend, the latest, and people will be able to get these packages. Or if you just contact me, I'll say, okay, this is the one you need. And uh, when we have it up, and I, I, the system we had before was a little confusing to people because you've got such a huge, uh, you know, I can say, supply of different materials and things. So I'm just going to put the packages up on our site, and then we'll send the orders on for you guys to process, and then you can bell the difference on those. Uh, that will make it simpler for people. So that way, because there's really what I call, you know, three or four major packages that people need to get. Beyond that, they can call you guys directly and get advice. Uh, and by the way, if they want to contact you, I think it's uh, uh, what's that number again? It's a, and of course, the end of it is less CMF, but what's the first uh, digits? Yeah, we're looking at five one eight six zero eight six four seven nine. And of course, we're in the office here nine to five right. Eastern time. Right. Well, that let me let me copy that number down so I can repeat it. What's that number? Five one eight six zero eight six zero eight six four seven nine. Six four seven nine. Now you have an eight hundred number too, don't you? Like less EMF. What's that number? Let me pull that one up for you. Yeah, that one's a little tough to find here. Yeah, I think it's like eight 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 less EMF or something like that. E yes, actually. Well, eight 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 less EMF. That's exactly it. Yeah. Gee, I guess my memory is working well. All of my vitamins must be working today. 
And, um, you know, for the translation of that, that's 537-7363. Now, um, Sean, I wait, uh, how did you get involved in this, and how serious do you think the problem is in terms of not only the human race but other biological systems? Because we know that the ability for even beasts to navigate back to the hive, scalar radiation is disrupting their ability to even find the hive and go back to it. It's right, and one you know, of bees are integral in our system right here. I mean, we, without them pollinating these plants, we don't have plants producing oxygen, and we don't have these plants that we eat. Yeah, so in other words, you have decreased world oxygen concentration because 20% comes from plants. The other 80% comes from the benthic upper 20 meters feet or 10 feet or meters of water, 30 feet, uh, in the oceans. And right. what people should understand is that the, if you don't have pollinated plants, I think the comment was attributed to Einstein that if uh, the bees are gone, human race is about four years. Now, what happens is if you don't have pollinated food, you have what I call gruel, thing that doesn't require pollination. And gruel doesn't taste very good, and it certainly wouldn't support the human race for very long, would it? No, no, that, that's not a good thing. So, now, there's four factors causing the death of the, and the disruption I call Beheimer's disease. The first is scalar radiation from smart meters, Wi-Fi networks, and, and uh, cell phones and wind towers. The second is neonicotinoid pesticides, which they realize cause Beheimer's disease. Uh, the third are, are infections. There's actually infections that are affecting the population because they're being weakened to the point where they're getting secondary infections. Uh, and uh, there are even gene plagues like the Oxitec 513A genes that affect every double-stranded DNA organism so they can actually jump into bees, you know, mice, voles, plants, and change the lignin concentration. But there are actually genetic plagues now going around besides the virus and fungal and other plagues that are actually affecting organisms like the bees. But right at the top of the heap there, besides things like radiotoxins like Fukushima Daiichi and radium, uranium, thorium, and tritium, uh, right at the top of the list are uh, scalar radiation. And the reason is, do you know how bees uh, navigate the sea? They navigate. No, I don't. They, I'll do the short course on it. Bees use the position of the sun in the sky, and they have a waggle system where they go in, in figure of eights and they waggle, and they use the position of the sun in the sky, and they use what's called the geomagnetic architecture of the magnetosphere of the Earth. So the magnetosphere of the Earth has an architecture that because they have magnetite in their little bee brain, they can actually see it. Now, the magnetosphere of the Earth is actually influenced by the gravity waves that the Earth is generating and being influenced by space. And if you don't see those geomagnetic lines of flux, the bee can't navigate back to their hive. So when you jam their communication system and their little magnetite and their little bee brain, the position of the sun doesn't correlate with the magnetosphere. They can't find their way back to the hive. Crazy, eh? Yeah. You got a short course now on bee navigation. What do you think? <laughs> Frustrated try. some interesting questions for you, Sean. Uh, oh, right. When you look at the uh, Stetzerizer meter, and I talked to Stetzer a few years ago, actually referred by, um, and he was on the program. 
Uh, and he went over even to Russia. Look, the Russians are very involved and advanced in their research on the effect of radio waves and human biology. In fact, the radio stations in Russia are not allowed to go beyond a certain amount of uh, kilowatts of, of generating power because they know it affects biological systems. This uh, infrasound weapons that they're affecting people are at our international embassy in Cuba. And the Cubans try to claim that they don't know nothing. They may know nothing because the weapons are probably deployed by Russians. Um, but every day you're exposed to scalar radiation. For example, when you, I got my um, gigahertz solutions made in Germany, uh, antenna device that become point directionally towards something like a induction cooktop or your microwave. The thing screams. If you turn on the sound, it goes almost like you know you got some kind of wildcat that's got into their paws into something hot, and it's screaming even when the thing's turned off which is scary. And you turn your microwave on, and you could be 20 feet away, and the thing is screaming like, I thought this was a good microwave and a good microwave door. People don't realize they're not protected against the scalar radiation. And it turns out um, the invention of electricity is parallel with the massive increase in things like diabetes and mitochondriopathies. Isn't that interesting? We had Dr. Sam Millam talking about that going back over 100 years. As soon as scalar waves, in terms of even sine wave currents, which are better for transmitting power, so you don't need a power station every two miles, it actually affects biological systems. But when we started in the 90s and beyond, getting um, step-down transformers and other things like these smart meters, they're like chirping birds by the billion, all chirping at the same cadence and frequency. It's like having uh, Scottish soldiers walking across a bridge in the same cadence and frequency, and it rips the rivets of the bridge apart, and it falls apart, and you fall in the river. Uh, the same thing happens to your cells. So, and the cadence and frequency actually are minerals, because your minerals are the ultimate frequencies that are transmitted by your telomeres to your cell membranes, because all your genes in your body are controlled by minerals. They're like a rainbow of different frequencies, and if you jam it, for example, if you have a step-down transformer... Uh, LED light in your ceiling that's mercury based, that generates mercury uh, terahertz waves, uh, scalar waves that influence the same enzymes in the periodic table of elements which include zinc, so all your zinc metalloenzymes are blocked by the scalar waves coming from your step down light emitting diode ballast light in your ceiling. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So people need to understand the colors are the mineral harmonic resonant frequencies and I have all the frequencies resonant hertz from research from Dias Pauling and other nuclear scientists and that's the basis of the frequencies that I transmit with my little device I put together with um, Emil de Toffel and SEMF uh, some people thought well I just need the machine no if you don't take the right minerals in your body like our NDME or NDMEs and you don't take the minerals from like our Albion chelated minerals Vitamineral Max or Minerals Plus or Vitamineral Mix or Powder you, or the life support has these minerals in them. Um, and I'm working, by the way, on what I call a rainbow liposomal enzyme-activated angstrom-activated minerals combination. Include a whole rainbow of these minerals. And then you take your NDME that the body works on scalar radiation. So if you're exposed to scalar radiation, it's jamming your mineral cellular communication to your DNA. Scary, hey? Yeah, so you can't use your DNA, I mean. Not a good thing. And people need to start realizing that we're doing an experiment, and human biology doesn't like it. When you put cells into stress, 
35 to 40% of people will get symptoms to electropollution, but 100% will show electron microscopy changes. 100%. You'll see closing neural pores. You'll see ion channels jammed down. You'll see all kinds of optical structural changes in the electron microscope, but you won't see it. Necessarily, everybody's saying, hey, i got symptoms, or cardiac arrhythmia, or I'm anxious, or I'm getting insomnia. I'm real electrosensitive. So when they slapped this out, a smart meter on my home in November 2011, I went from being moderately hypomanic and, you know, super energizer bunny to, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'll get 45 minutes max at a shot, maybe a couple of those 45-minute shots, and that's it, buddy. No sleeping anymore. So... Uh, you know, in order for me even naturally to take it, I take a ton of nutraceuticals at night, don't take drugs, and I'm able to turn on the normal sleep reflex. But the scale of radiation everywhere, in fact, when I take up my gigahertz solutions device, which I got from you guys, and it's more expensive than the package, but it's more sensitive, I was getting my neighbors four and 500 yards away because, they're you know, we've got 15 acres here with eight homes. Um, and it was blasting, so it was like, every four to 11 seconds, you were getting a surge of power up to four, greater than 2,000 microwatts per square meter. So that is they get, strong. That's strong. So, and, of course, it's what's called swarm data transfer. So they can transfer to swarm from one host to another to another. That's how there's so much data. It's not going directly back to the tower. It goes to swarm to the nearest home, and then the nearest home, and then passes to another to a final transfer point, and then goes back to the tower. Now, you have... Other monitors, you have monitors for ultraviolet light, you have monitors for radiation. I've got two radiation monitors. We had a network before, we haven't re erected it yet. Uh, for a while I had it going over when we were over at the Rents Network. But people aren't aware that you can go to government sites and realize there's a lot of radiation still coming in from Fukushima Daiichi. The amount of, uh, uh, of cyberts of radiation coming in from there, the isotope pathways which are ocean floor along the deep trenches, along the ocean surface that can go up to a couple hundred miles of vapor, and at high atmosphere, 25 to 30,000 feet. So it doesn't get hit at low altitude. It hits at high altitude in the upper atmosphere. <clears throat> you have monitors for that. Can you tell us yes, about those, do. too? Because I want to put that package up. You have a new one, too, right? Yeah, we got a new one in this year. They've upgraded our uh, inspector to the Ranger. Much more accurate super sensitive to even low-level radiation. But it picks now, it measures, all four types out there. So. No, it measures all four types of radiation. So you're measuring gamma, you're measuring beta emissions with high-energy electrons. Uh, do you measuring any other kinds of radiation uh, yep, particles? Yep, it also doing X-ray and alpha. Wow. So it picks up alpha particles as well as X-rays. Uh, wow, that's interesting. And it's always funny when people find where the most radioactivity is in their home. Always seems to be their toilet. One thing I... In their toilet, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, because yeah. of that porcelain. Ah, the porcelain, yes, yes, yes. Now, one of the things that, uh, do you have a device that measures cosmic rays? I mean, I have a device that's measuring UV. No, cosmic rays. I don't have anything for cosmic, no. No, I'll tell you, that's really the reason why people, we don't really have any good blocking materials, because cosmic rays are very powerful, but this gives you an idea. The higher energy ultraviolet light, like I mentioned earlier, is, is increased. 73% over the past 24 years. So it's not like when I was a kid, you'd go outside and we played all day. We didn't have video games. We played outside. Nowadays, if you're going outside, you're very seriously going to get serious ultraviolet light. So when I would go during the summertime, our pool's closed now in California. But in the summertime, we'd go after 3 o'clock. So people need to know, if you're going out earlier, you're getting a photo activate, any drugs you have in your system, 
you're going to damage your skin and get skin cancer or you get cataracts in your eyes and the higher energy light will actually go right through your body and damage even deeper organs in your system it's not minor stuff that we're talking about here so these packages are going to go up between now and the weekend try to get those over to me and I'll have them posted up uh, yep, uh, I just sent that Sean. power kit for you too excellent attention type 2 do- It's going to be open lines on any topic you want to talk about. We are trying to track down uh, our guys from GOA. They have, of course, two shows here in the network, uh, Gun Owners of America. I'm a I'm a California government Gun Owners of America member. And we have, of course, Mike Hamm, their attorney, and Larry Pratt, who's the founder of GOA. And I want to talk about the forensics. I'm a, a clinical and um, forensics investigator of trauma scenes like, you know, car accidents, uh, airplane accidents, and forensic uh, violence. And I would say, uh, firstly, talking about the situation, this gentleman apparently took a normal, uh, I think it was M16, and actually fiddled it to go from shooting one bullet to shooting 400 rounds in a minute. So he autom- turned it into an automatic weapon. That... Uh, was against the law to have any automatic weapons, including police or even the military on American soil, cannot have an automatic weapon since 1933. That was the old Tommy guns. And um, what we have to understand is that this situation is changing dramatically, that we are also going to have a series of non-lethal and other weapons, or people can just upgrade weapons. So this idea of thinking that they're going to be able to do a gun ban, there's literally hundreds of millions of guns and billions of bullets. So anybody thinking that they're going to stop the presence of guns or, or, or grab them, they did this in Canada and they passed a law years ago with the previous conservative government that didn't do a damn thing because they eventually people ignored it so much they had to actually had to withdraw the law by to register guns. The There are some simple solutions to fix the problem. Uh, the first one is we need to make sure that uh, people that are certified to be mentally ill um, should not possess guns. That's pretty easy, but you don't go and do a gun registry situation. You simply, if they're mentally ill, you're able to screen through their home and, and their purchases and so on and use metadata to make sure they're not purchasing guns and other non-lethal things like chemicals that they can build bombs. Uh, you know, and if you're really clever, but you're craving mentally ill, you're going to be able to find ways of killing people, including using things, stupid things like machetes and nunchucks and God knows what. Uh, the forensics of this particular site with high ground being at the uh, hotel, I would say in future the following recommendations. Number one, every hotel in the world should have a, a rapid reaction force. If a windows burst out, there either is a capsule inside the ceiling of the room or one they shoot in that if you blow out a window, you need to knock the, the uh, occupants of the hotel room to the ground. You need to actually paralyze them. And you don't, it doesn't need to be lethal. It'll just be something that will knock them out or disorient them so they can't shoot anything or if there's a fight going on, the fight stops, okay, which could be a domestic fight or a break-in or God knows what. My guess would be the best thing is to have it in the room. So if one of these high-powered Lexan-type windows is bursted, it's automatic. You have a capsule in the roof of the 
of the suite that would burst and basically disorient people so they couldn't continue doing what they're doing, whether it's shooting, fighting, or whatever. That would make even more sense. Uh, the second thing we should do is have a perimeter system set up uh, so that we're making certain that any hotels in the area, all hotels basically, but especially when you have an open area like this, that they can't be up on the roof and shoot either, okay, because that's what people should be aware of. We need to have um, not only like a train station and so on, like in the one in, that happened in Manchester, England, where they have an, either sniffer machines, which the Germans have developed in their airports. If you go to the German airports, they have sniffer machines. They can pick up bombs, even if it's a few stray molecules, or sniffer dogs. Number two, you need to make sure that you pick up not only material, but it can also composite material that can make uh, a weapon of any kind, whether it's a ballistic weapon or like a gun or some other non-ballistic weapon. Uh, and that can be through not only x-rays, but soft, what's called terahertz scans, which we use for human bodies. But then you can also pick up, uh, you know, as I say, these various types of weapon systems that can be used. The uh, We need to also have scanners <clears throat> in all of these areas for isotopes. So if they pick up an isotope, it needs to be able to identify what it is. Because you can go in an area, and it may not be metallic, but you can have a balloon or some you know device that's full of, a, of an aerosol of a specific radiotoxin or a biological weapon, and you can pick up those scalar signals, actually, with things like the scalar detector I have here called a Hunter, uh, basically Metapathia Hunter scan. And it can actually pick up the scalar frequencies of those biological things. So if you're scanning people, and they have a pathogen, or you're scanning materials, you can actually pick up the scalar waves of the pathogen or the bioweapon. Um, metadata. Uh, anybody traveling anywhere in the country, we should have metadata on them. This gentleman here, I'm certain when we're going to dig in deeper, we're going to find out whether it's his magazines he reads or his tweets or his emails or comments he makes while he's gambling or his girlfriend comments that we're going to be able to build metal, metadata. And when it reaches a certain level, the new FBI director, I don't, it's not a matter of invasion of privacy. It's a matter that if you're going to have an open society, if someone has a metadata score that indicates they're tied to terrorism or buying chemicals to make bombs, or they've been, you know, buying parts to reassemble or remodify, you know, guns to make them fully automatic, you need to be aware that those people are where they are and have somebody come by and visit them. Uh, that isn't difficult, and this is better to do it by metadata than so-called gun registry. Gun registry doesn't mean a thing. You can register a non-lethal single-shot gun and turn it into a lethal automatic weapon, or make Weapons with your metadata, you can track down their social media, uh, their purchases, uh, their travel, their associations with other individuals that may have high scores that could be indicated they have a attributable metadata score that's dangerous. So that kind of security, you know, is going to require what we call lots of we call AI, artificial intelligence, and communication between all different departments. One of the things I found working for the government in one department or another department is that they didn't communicate with each other. Turf wars, digital turf wars too. That needs to stop. We need you know, to stop the digital turf wars so the data becomes smooth, seamless between different police departments, not only here but around the world. And we need to protect it so it doesn't get hacked into by maniacs who want to know what data we have in data streams so they can evade it. Uh, we need to also be monitoring. If we have mosques, for example, where 72% of the mosques have imams that are preaching radicalization, we need to close those mosques down and deport the imams that are in them. We need to also realize that there's other groups. There are white supremacists. There are other people. There are a tiny minority, but there are other people that have come here. They're drug lords from Russia or 
you know, Salvador, you know, the MS-13 gangs and so on. And if we monitor their transactions with credit cards, metadata, and uh, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, you know, all these other social media, we could actually track down and find all these people and all their contacts and remove them. So I really think that uh, we need to have better data systems, better integration, and better pre-planning uh, so that we don't have this kind of disaster again. It means any high-ground hotel has to have x-ray scanners, metallic scanners in their in their buildings and make sure that no one has the potential to, to to build a weapon or the chemistry, which you can pick up with chemical detectors. So you can't go to your room in the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel with either chemicals that could be detected, could be used to make a bomb or build a bomb, or high-powered weapons or pieces that could be assembled to make a high-powered weapon and go to your room. Um, that should have been part of the forensics, especially after what happened in Manchester, where if it's not a gun, it's going to be a you know a nail bomb like the thing with the Sonorov brothers, or it's going to be with your pressure cooker bombs or uh, other technologies which might be dirty medical waste from uh, cobalt sixty with a conventional uh, small C four bomb and it blows medical waste radiation. Basically, most people don't know right away that they've been radioactively poisoned with cobalt sixty until they get really sick. Uh, that needs to happen, and I think that uh, we need to start replanning that, and we don't need to make it really public. In fact, the less public it gets, the better, so that we can just simply interview people. If they reach a certain score, and if they continue to show metadata, then they need to be seized under you know, various terrorism acts. You don't have to wait till they commit a crime. They've done what's enough pre-crime uh, scores that indicate they need to be civilly detained because they're a high potential for creating a crime situation. I'm sure if you're able to profile this gentleman, uh, Mr. Frederick, that he would have hit a high enough score with his behavior and comments on social media, phone conversations, and interactions, and people he knows, he would have been in trouble a long time ago, and they would have had a chance to talk to this guy, if necessary, to detain him semi-permanently or permanently. Back in a moment. Your comments are welcome. 877-317-6432. medical report and of course I want to go over a different topic completely. One of the ones I keep on getting requests for is hormone therapy. We did mention it briefly the other day but I'm going to repeat it and kind of expand it. I'm also going to put together a PowerPoint uh, presentation over in our wellness conditions and do a video and live stream and send the article here to Genesis at GCN Live that will get posted up. Now I talked to an expert earlier today regarding the rewriting of the book by Dr. Ron Klatz and the author, of course, working behind the scenes is a retired doctor, uh, Dr. Mike Koch. And uh, we're talking about things like somatoprose or growth hormone. We're talking about male hormones, female hormones, and what's going on. Now, people don't realize the first thing that happens is, number one, somatopause or loss of growth hormone occurs in the 20s or 30s. It doesn't hit in the 40s or 50s. It hits in the 20s and 30s. 
where your growth hormone level drops. Now, your growth hormone makes your liver make IGF-1 and other hormones, so there's a cue, a cue ball effect. Uh, if those hormones aren't present, your tissues aren't regenerating. So every day you're fractionally recloning yourself into a new body every seven years. Um, if you're having fluoridated water, if you're having biotoxins that are calcifying like halides, chloride, fluoride, and bromide, or radiotoxins, if you're mineral deficient, you're going to get calcification of your pineal gland, your hypothalamus and pituitary gland, and your brain nuclei. Uh, that means you're going to have growth hormone. Now, male hormone, we're seeing andropause uh, because we have xenoestrogens in the environment. We have a product for detoxifying xenoestrogens called xenoestrogen detox, usually one capsule twice a day minimum. We have a lot of history of men with hormonal deficiencies, and as you get older, your sex hormone binding globulin protein increases. So you need to release that hormone, which is androstenedione, dihydrotestosterone, and testosterone, those three hormones. And you also want to make sure it doesn't bioconvert through your body, through your tissues, into female hormone. So you want to take men's backs, four capsules in the morning, and that will release your hormone from your binding globulin. That's the first step. And second is you, it has eight pernal and renogen in the hormone synergy. It will stop not only hot flashes in women and men and uh, sweating spells, but it also will prevent by conversion of male hormone to female and vice versa, female to male. The next thing you want to give pre-hormones, you do not want to give male hormone or female hormone to women, except the pregnenolone, uh, progesterone I mean. You want to give pregnenolone that supports your adrenal glands and DHEA transdermally because it bypasses the liver where it can otherwise be you know, used all up so it doesn't get to the terminal organs, especially in males, the testicles, and females, your ovaries. So DHA, transdermally, and uh, pregnenolone, usually eight pumps to the neck, and the axilla underneath your arms and your groin, first thing in the morning. You also want to take for males testo cream, which is not a hormone, but it's a herbal that will stimulate your testicles to make hormones. It's always better for your testicles and organs to do their job rather than make them actually shrink because you gave external hormones. And when you do that, you become hormone dependent, number one, and number two, you actually cause or organ atrophy, which is not good. So the testo cream, again, eight pumps after the DHEA and pregnenolone, eight pumps to your groin and your neck and underneath your axillae. And that usually will solve the problem. Now, there's minerals associated with hormone bioconversion. You need to take vitamin or max and minerals plus <clears throat> to make sure that all the minerals are present for bio hormone bioconversion. And for somatopause, growth hormone, we recommend microdose, which is actually 100 nanograms of growth hormone, real growth hormone per spray, so the homeopathic will five sprays under your tongue first thing in the morning before exercise and before bedtime will help release and normalize your growth hormone release, which stimulates a whole series of other hormones, including your liver production of IGF-1. Now, similarly for women, you want to take DHEA and pregnenolone, and the only female hormone you take is progesterone. Now, if you're still on your periods, you want to take it only for the first 21 days and stop so you get a withdrawal cycle. Otherwise, if you're postmenopausal, you want to take it all the time. And your progesterone basically is the same thing, around eight pumps, DHA, pregnenolone, which support your adrenal glands and support your, your sex hormone glands. You can take the hormone synergy, which will stop hot flashes. And although we use the men's max in men, it also can be used in women by basically releasing their female hormones from the binding globulin because your binding globulin actually binds up a lot of the hormone and has... It hasn't got the capacity to have its biological effects. 
I don't like external hormone injections or pills. The reason is you're often giving excess amounts, and these can actually cause trouble. They can actually suppress your adrenal glands as well. So um, that's pretty serious when we look at that kind of thing. We want people to understand that you you don't want to be uh, suppressing hormone production. So <clears throat> you can do testing for these things, saliva testing. If I do a consult, I recommend you go through, say, our directlabs.com to order saliva tests for the male hormones and female. Some males, for example, are taking t- topical testosterone gel creams they're transdermal or actually have higher female hormone levels because their body bioconverts to female than their daughters or granddaughters that are going through menarche. They're actually having their first periods, which is really bad. I mean, you have super high female hormone levels, so these males are developing breast buds and neural pathway changes and whatever. <laughs> if clothing choices, etc. I don't know. I'm just being sarcastic here, but it can happen. So a lot of the feminization we're seeing in the male population is toxicological. Uh, we're seeing more men, for example, if you're, by the way, trying to have sex, you have to have a healthy prostate. So you need prostate flow, at least one soft gel twice a day, and Vision Max, a soft gel twice a day, a capsule twice a day, bladder up, which actually helps to stop and maintain or detruser control of your bladder and prostate, a soft gel twice a day, which is a pumpkin seed extract, and Swedish flower pollen, which is a natural alpha-1 blocker, one to two tablets four times a day. Prostate health is very important because if you don't have a healthy prostate, you're not going to have sex. So if your prostate is infected, if your prostate is swollen and enlarged, if your prostate's got excess hormones that are actually stimulating prostate growth, and that's what happens, one of the side effects of inappropriate dosing of hormones is you get prostatism. Now, if it swells, it's going to block, and you're going to get secondary infections. And they can be E. coli, they can be urea plasma, urea lyticum, they can be all kinds of little bugs like trichomonas vaginalis, and <clears throat> you can get what we call it heart-to-culture uh, prostatism. Uh, we use just uh, prostate infections <clears throat> to try to 15 to 20 drops in water three times a day. Allison Med, one to two capsules three times a day. New True Silver, which is our special hydrogenated uh, alkalinized silver and liposomal enzymatic envelope. One spray or three drops for 10 pounds body weight. And we have an immune transfer function with avian immunoglobulins, Nutrimune 26Y, uh, two capsules three times a day and Nutri Defense, which actually blocks all viruses because you can get chronic viremia in the prostate. And that would be blocks the receptor mining domain for all RNA and DNA viruses and all viral capsids for DNA and RNA viruses. And boosts your natural killer cell activity and blocks what's called a Fenton reaction that allows pathogens to enter tissue planes. Uh, prostate is very commonly infected. Also, can bioaccumulate heavy metals. There are specific minerals that are particularly important for prostate health such as vitamin D and manganese, <clears throat> but you need antioxidants in there. You need things that are going to protect the prostate from cancer transformation because it bioconcentrates biotoxins and uh, toxic chemicals as well as heavy metals. So sometimes if someone shows up with abnormal uh, testing, and when you're doing tests, by the way, of the prostate, you want to measure free and combined PSA, not just the regular because it will tell you the cancerous, precancerous transformation. If you have any cancer, you want to measure an ENOS2 protein, which I can direct you to your, or your doctor to do the ENOS2. If it's positive, you want to do an RGCC test in, in Greece. I can refer you to clinics that do insulin potentiated chemotherapy with low-dose non-chemo and chemo agents to actually make you get better. <clears throat> so you have to understand that there are ways to not use what we call paint-by-numbers chemo. Do not 
do any therapy without knowing the sensitivity of the tissue to the chemo or non-chemo nutraceuticals. If you lose, uh, for example, the Brzezinski clinic, they use straight genetics rather than epigenetics. And they use a lab in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and then they also have antineoplastins. Their molecules present people that don't get cancer, they protect against cancer transformation. Our primary things to stop a cancer transformation in apoptosis is elagic acid from the terminal and chibulia, malignant block that is uh, from the sulfuraphane glycosinolate. High dose power, see the only neutral vitamin C in the world with full vitamin K2 and equinone 7. And Cell Defense Plus, our most absorbed form of curcumin on the planet that gets rid of cancer stem cells as well. So if you want to prevent cancer, if you want to keep your hormones normal, you need to contact me, Dr. Bill. I can provide you free information, free, F-R-E-E. Just email me, Nutramedical at drbilldeagle.com, Nutramedical at drbill, D-E-A-G-L-E.com, and there you go. We'll be back in a moment with power number three. We're going to talk to Lowell Ponte about financial issues. Stay tuned. Difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's life support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's life support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high five you for this one. Life support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.